Warning, the following content contains sounds. Some sapiens of Homo have episodic memories with undesired correlation sensations with particular sounds depending upon their mood and personalities. Although many attach their identities with notions and actions, the mockery that is included in here is directed towards the latter two and not the first. Having said that, hello, welcome to Correlation Sensations, a show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. Mm. And now to the point you've all been waiting for, episode number 10 for Correlation Sensations. Part 2 for the Hippocrates Get on your knees for Hippocrates Part some crew on the Part 2 You must like, share, subscribe, and follow us on social media Why? I'll tell you why Because you'll get great googly moogly games That's right, not Me, 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 me I'm telling you, Void if I just learn how to play guitar from that guitar player from a scapegoat, I will be a great big rock star. You can't be naked on stage. People when will throw up. They will? Oh, yes. They didn't throw up when our red hot chili peppers uh, played with the socks on their cocks. Yes, but women wanted them. Women wanted them? Why, you saying women don't want me? I don't know. I don't know what women want. Oh, you're backtracking now, just like void number two from last episode. Oh, yes, you're speaking with me. Hello, I am here today. I missed last time because I fell asleep. Yeah, that's right. You fell asleep. I told everybody. Everybody knows. Yes, it was very funny. I was doing more research on Hippocrates and literally fell asleep right after. You know, I came to a conclusion. What? So, do you, uh... You know this year is, uh, the year 2020? Yes. Yeah, you ever heard the adage, uh, you know, hindsight 2020? Yes. In good vision? Yes. You think this is the year everybody starts to come to good realizations? Well, I am a cyclops, so 2020 is literally impossible. Oh. Okay. But, but what do you think, though? I don't care about it. Oh, so only the year 20 would have been important to you. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking people come to realization that they need a great strong leader. They need a, they need something new, not the usual human, you know. Yes, yes. yes yeah, they need a real leader, you know, someone from a superior species. Yeah, like me. Emperor Gork for 2020. How do you, how does that sound? We'll make America great finally. We'll have a hat and there'll be rainbow and it'll say M-A-G-F and then at the back it'll say bitch. Who are you, Britney Spears? Britney who? Singer lady that says I'm back and is a bitch. Oh, I thought you were talking about some fishermen, you know. Fishermen use the spear. Big, strong fishermen.
I've seen a lady use... I've seen a woman use a bow and arrow to catch a fish on a rope. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I bet that's not the only thing that's not fishy. I'm shaking my head. Her breath, because what, what are you shaking your head for? Oh, I thought you were making a dirty joke. No, talking about, about her uh, breath. Trout in panties. Yeah, trout in mouth, not panties. That's not where you put fish. Oh. Get your head out. Not unless you're Led Zeppelin. What? Not unless you're Led Zeppelin. I don't get that reference. There's a old rumor of Led Zeppelin putting a fish in some lady's hoo-ha. What? Yes. I thought that was like a snake. I can't remember. Or a crow. Come out the vagina. Come out the vagina. I don't know. But I also know uh, Hart did some terrible things to a groupie that was a guy. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was willing, so it was not like anything that, but he just did degrading stuff. Oh, like where? Leash and collar? Bark like dog. Uh, maybe dog food was involved, but I think that was more of a joke. Dog food? I'm not sure. I can't remember. A little bit hazy. But they did a lot of drugs, so they weren't really thinking. A lot of drugs? Uh-huh. Oh, like like our second episode. Yes, exactly. But the fact is they did a... Uh, it was more psychedelics than pills. I don't think it was... Mushrooms are psychedelics. Yes, very good. Probably the best psychedelics. Do you know this from first-hand experience, Devoid? No, uh, from hearing uh, experience of not messing you up as bad as, say, actual uh, uh, chemicals of the chemical kind, like uh, pills and the cocaine and the heroines are kind of... Chemicals of the chemical kind? Yes. What other chemicals are there? No, I mean man-made chemicals. Oh. Refined. Oh, refined, like extracts. Yes, yes, like yes. distillation, like alcohol. Yes. Anywho. Funny. Happened naturally with fermenting. Yeah. Because in old times, they left grain out and it rained, and then they came back from shelter, and it was fermented the grains, and that was the invention of alcohol. Did you know that elephants drank alcohol to get drunk? Yes, I've heard about it. Weren't there like certain kind of berries they would eat and know of? Yeah. That they would... Elephants are older than humans, I think. Yes. Yeah, so the invention was going to the elephants. Oh, yes. They should get Nobel Peace Prize. Or, or join... Elephant Stein. What'd you say? Or join AA. AA? Or EEA. Elephants Anonymous. Or AE. Alcoholics Elephants. Okay. Alcoholic Elephants. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What are we doing? Any oh, yeah. Hippo. Hi Hippopotamus, right? Yes, yes. No. No, what is it? Hypocritical. Yes. No, hip. No, what? Hippocrates? Oh, you got it right on the noggin. Okay, okay. Okie dokie. We're going to writings, right? Okay. Part two. So, what do you know about the Hippocratic Corpus? Um, I know it was his main doctorate. Was it written by him? I can't remember. You said that. Yes? No? Oh, no, no. No. There were 60 different books. Oh. Yeah. Credited to Hippocrates erroneously. Uh -huh. Some of these books were written hundreds of years after Hippocrates. 
Gotcha. They learned from his past experiences and expanded upon them. Yeah, I don't know. I just know it's the remains of what was left after a library that got destroyed in the island of Kos. Oh, Kos. The same uh, place. Yes. I didn't even look up the library. Maybe it was from the school that Hippocrates started. Okay. But that's that, yep. So, from what I read, in the island of Kos, Located in a region historically known for speaking a dialect of Greek called Doric. You know there's two different dialects of Greek. Doric and what else? Ionic. Ionic. Okay. Yeah. Sounds very spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I found a culprit for why Latin language keeps on crawling out of the grave. What? One homo sapien named Andreas Vesalius during the Renaissance era, decided that the Greek language was not satisfactory to his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he translated from Greek to Latin. Was that also to protect his notes? Why would it protect his notes? So people could not steal his information before he published them? I think Greek would have been just as hard to read as Latin. No, but weren't they Greek to begin with? Andreas Vesalius? Yes. No, he's from Europe. Oh. I think he might have been from Belgium. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Don't know for sure. But anywho, there are 60 titles, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to list the ones that I like the most. Oh. I'm not going to go through the tedious amounts of the titles they have. So we got one, it's called On the Dissection of Muscles. Ah. Uh, hmm. Dissection was not accepted back then, yet there was a book about dissecting muscles. Interesting. Then there's another title called On Bones for Beginners. Mm-hmm. You, wow. They taught people how to have sex. I think they mean internal bones. Oh. Not boners and boning. Oh. Scratch that note. Got to delete that from this page. Yes. Got to. Oh, I'm glad you told me. What I made a big fool out of myself. Ah, uh, we're still recording. Oh, fuck. Were you edited that out? Ah, uh, maybe. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Then we have the other one. On the properties of food stuff. Food stuff. Not just food. Food stuff. Oh. Yeah, that's what it says. Maybe a bad, weird translation. Mm, maybe. And then there's another one. On the composition of drugs according to kind. Mm, kind of like heart. And what you said about them doing the things with the drugs, yeah. Uh-huh. Then we have on the composition of drugs according to places. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hence why opium is near opium fields in, in Asia. Yeah, opium comes from opium fields. Yes, also in uh, Middle East countries too. Yeah. And then we have on critical days. Yeah, that was a good one. Then we have on the sacred disease. Oh, yes. And on ancient medicine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two of the most common texts are titled On Ancient Medicine and On the Sacred Disease. Uh-huh. 
The first title shows how old they viewed the history of medicine during Hippocrates' time. Yes. And the second one gave a fairly good description of epilepsy itself, if you ask me. Wow. That was actually a real wow, because it's crazy that they knew about that back then. Knew about the epilepsy? Uh-huh. Well, all you have to do is just watch someone, and you go, wow, look at that. No, but Slap maybe they figured like out. Fish. Maybe they figured out causes and the br that the brain was doing it. But what would be flashing that would make him do it? But they could happen without flashing lights, I assume. I'm surprised in his description he didn't include thunderstorms and lightning. Very, very frightening, Galileo. Figaro. Yeah. Let me go, epilepsy, you bastard, making me shake and quiver mm -hmm. like a flopping fish from Britney Spears. Who speared me out of the ocean? Into a sea like Tom Petty. Who's that? Dead guitar player that touched many hearts. Like the band? Heart? Kind of, I think he was actually friend. Oh, fixing the mic. that shit fall down. I'm sorry, London Bridge. You London Bridge? Mm-hmm. What does London Bridge have to do with we? Oh, old uh, children's rhyme. London Bridge is falling down. I think it's actually about the plague, isn't it? Or something? Don't know. No, that's pockets full of posies. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I know. All children's rhymes are kind of about fucked up shit. Yeah, to make them survive. Watch out for this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the dude that found out the bubonic played was from parasite fleas of mice or rats. Yeah. So he went in and had no reservations about not getting sick because he knew exactly what to avoid. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Do not go towards rat. Mm-hmm. Even though I kind of really wouldn't want to go towards He would go into dens and then tell them what to do. He's like, wash your clothes, burn them, and find new clothes. Wash your clothes, then burn? Why not just burn them? Well, wash yourself and your clothes and then take them off and burn them. Okie dokie. Yes, okay, where were we? Oh, yeah, back to topic. Uh, both of these writings, on sacred disease and on ancient medicine, were well known for criticizing religious beliefs of oh. the divine origin of diseases. Yes, because he believed that uh, diseases were actually from environment versus you did something bad religious, God is angry at you. Ooga booga booga. Exactly. Rah! And also it's noted that Hippocrates did not like philosophers poking their noses in the medicine business. Mm -hmm. Yep, I think Hippocrates was beating these guys back with a stick. Well, the fact is, when they can hypothesize and think ideas, but when you theorize about it, it endangers people's lives. What? Well, theorizing is, is you're just thinking about it versus actually researching it. Yeah, but how does it endanger people's lives? Uh, because you could be like, this plant is the cure to this disease, but it could be just poison. And you're just thinking that. Hmm. Which plant? Well, obviously, whatever plant is poisonous. Hmm. Or that they thought bloodletting healed people. But even many physicians thought that and it wasn't the philosophers. I know, but it was uh, from religion because I think it was something they said in the uh, 
uh, several ancient texts of religion. Oh, okay. About the blood. Ah. Uh, hmm. Didn't know that. Don't quote me. I know, I know. There is a lot of mumbo-jumbo sometimes. There mumbo-jumbo everywhere. Yes. Mumbo-jumbo in my hair. Mumbo-jumbo inside my underwear. Why do you not care about my mumbo-jumbo here and there? I will not have your green eggs and ham, Sam. I am mumbo-jumbo. Back to topic. Okay. The irony of Hippocrates dismissing and dismantling the apparently flawed logic of the religious dogmas of his time, and even centuries past his own time, is that he developed a very humorous system called the humor system. Mm -hmm. At least it's accredited to him. Yep. Source number five, which I used to research this topic, claimed that the humor system was developed as a branch from Empedocles' principle on the four elements. Did you know that? What's funny is it's called a black bile, yellow bile, blood, and phlegm. It revolved around ratios for all these things, resembling the primary colors, too. That was pretty interesting. You know that that whole humor system, it ruled for like 2,000 years. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. They had real things, but it wasn't really the cause of anything... Not really that, but maybe the cleaning processes was the good thing about it because they kept were kept keeping cleaner. It's also very similar to how they still treat the symptoms and not the disease yes. today. So it's kind of like a repeat in history, but this was like without understanding the functions of everything. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like just, you know, associating, you know, correlation sensation of the different humors. Yes. And we'll go deeper into how ridiculous it was. We're gonna go over the Hippocratic Oath. What do you know about the Hippocratic Oath, Lloyd? I know that some med student doctors take an oath to basically not harm their uh, patients on purpose and make sure to uphold and try and help them and stay healthy, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, on the last episode, which you weren't here for, you bastard. Sorry, I fell asleep. I wasn't feeling too good. Uh, yeah, I bet you weren't huh? feeling too good after you left me here alone to myself and my own devices. You got the job wrong, done. Wrong, wrong. What? You got the job done, didn't you? I did. I mean, he did. Yeah. You got a lot done. And guess what? He even let me read some stuff, too. But he cut me off shortly. He said nobody would listen to me. And uh, then after we got calm, calm down, Void 2. I'm not Void 2. Oh. I am Void 2. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I don't have a name. <coughs> Excuse me, coughed. Yeah, it's okay. Do you want some water? I am good. You sure? You're coughing. You just sound creepy. Yeah, really, he just wants you to feel good, Void. Okay, let's keep continuing. Okie dokie. So, even though they gave Hippocrates credit, he did not, uh, you know, do this. And also, it kind of resembled a lot of quotes given to Hippocrates. Kind of like, the love of humanity is wherever you find, you know, the love of medicine. So, 
That's that. Hypocritical. Not really his. That's all I can say. So is he a hypocrite? Not kidding. Hypocrite. Yes. That's a funny one. Yes. Ha ha. Ho ho. Camel toe. Your favorite kind of camel? <clears throat> what? You like the camel toe too? Two camel toes? Camel toe sandwich. Nom nom nom. That's just fishy. Yeah. Put the queef on the side. Don't like that stuff. Or the oysters or the... The oysters. Yeah. The pearl of the oysters. Pink pearl. Like Laffy Taffy. Mmm. Shake that Laffy Taffy. Yeah. You know, I've been... I've been actually... Like, reading news. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, these plants are more fucked up than I thought. Jesus, the Christ, anus the of the of the world is on fire. Well, look at the poor penguins. Did you see the pictures of the poor penguins? They're all muddy. Oh, what well, could the water's getting dirty? And yeah, they're like. Dirty. Did you hear her about the uh, biological warfare we placed uh, several thousand years ago? Is now coming out of the ice again. Hmm, I didn't know that. That could come out from climate change. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. And that wouldn't surprise me why a lot of different diseases came out in different eras, you know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Also, the fact is there's also more carbon dioxide in the, in the ice, too. So yeah. it put more into the atmosphere. That sounds like fun. Yes, but then uh, climate change would be worse. Yeah, but uh, you know, on a lighter note, we have this uh, this thing written by Hippocrates mm -hmm. on the sacred disease 400 BCE. I neglected to check to see if source four was uh, the full article. Okay. Subsequently, leading me to find out that uh, it was only an abstract that was publicly available. I said this on the last episode. So I searched for uh, the specific treatise that it was referencing, which is source number five. I'm going to go into a quote from this translation of this full document, which I got for free. Thank you very much, source five. Fuck you, source four. Yep. Duly noted. It is thus with regard to the disease called the sacred. No, called sacred. Colon. It appears to me... To be now wise, more divine, nor more sacred than other diseases, but has a natural cause from the originates like other affections. Man regard its nature and cause as divine from ignorance and wonder, because it is not like all the other diseases. And this notion of its divinity is kept up by their inability to comprehend it in the simplicity of the mode by which it is cured. For men are free from it by purifications and incantations. But if it is recocked, for if it is reckoned divine because it is wonderful, instead of one, there are many diseases which would be sacred. For, as I will show, there are others no less wonderful 
or a prodigious. What is that word? What? Prodigious. P R O D I G I O A. Well, well, I got to look that up. Okay. Do do. Do 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 do. do. Do 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 Let me guess. I think it's maybe family of diseases. Maybe I'm guessing off the top of head. No. Here it comes. Okay. It gonna come splatter everywhere. Wow. What you say? Prodigious. 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 Oh, that's prestigious, prodigious. What is the uh, meaning? The meaning is a remarkably or impressively great in extent, size, or degree. Ah. Degrees. So prodigious is my penis. In 3D. In 3D. Coming at your face. So I fucked up the quote. Okay. So there are others no less wonderful or... <coughs> pre Sorry. There are others no less wonderful or prodigious, which nobody imagines to be sacred. Hippocrates. You like that quote? Yes. He's a pretty magnificent. There's plenty of quotes where that came from. Okay. Really? Yeah. This document goes on and on, but I figured that the logic of Hippocrates is sound in some regards and wanted to show that... Uh, there were people capable of reason beyond that of claiming mystical causes to various aspects of reality. They probably looked like idiots to him, huh? I think he held on with this thing. Even if the theory of humors was something highly associated with Hippocrates, following what I quoted, the document goes on to uh, depict men of being seen becoming demented and mad with no visible causes. Performing actions out of place. Oh, wow. Yeah. Although I would have thought this disease was of a panic attack based on the description or anxiety or terrible nightmares. Psychosis, perhaps, of some sort. From hallucinations or some, some, something. I have uh, been corrected by source number six. For it lays claim to epilepsy as being depicted in this document. Oh, wow. Groaning. In the morning, in the crying out for your daddy. In the midnight hour. Yeah, she screams more, more, more. It also says these people appear to be suffocating Oof. and experiencing madness. Sometimes they jumped out the doors, Boyd. Do you think it was uh, uh, craziness from lack of oxygen or uh, blood flow? It was epilepsy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why it was I, involuntary. Gotcha. I thought it was just panic attacks. Oh, but also they fell out of their beds. Yeah, they have people. They came out of these attacks were described as if they were waking up from the moment of suffering. Oh wow. Yeah, to regain a rational state of being, but they had lingering symptoms such as weakness and a pale skin. Yes. Apparently, this is the sacred disease. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, that's why sometimes people can lock their legs and their blood flow stops because they lock their legs, you know, fall over like those goats.
You ever seen those goats that have a twitch in them? If you scare them, they fall over. Oh, you know, he goes into goats being uh, the most common species that he knew of to have epilepsy. Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll go deeper into that. But for right now, we're going into treatments. Oh, okay. Treatments by what is referred to as charlatans by Hippocrates. Purificators. Purificators. And those deep into the religious sentiment. For this malady stated in this work have been conveyed as well. Application of what are labeled as purifications, incantations, abstinence from bathing, and foods are considered wholesome during this time. Yeah, the foods Hippocrates had mentioned are from the sea, like eel, black tail. God damn it. Sorry, our back cap fell down momentarily. Technical difficulties. I remember this too. It's probably because of the diseases they had in them from the sea. Right? I don't think so. Oh. I think it had to do with Poseidon. Oh. The god of pussy? So foods such as eel, black tail, and mullet, specifically sir mullet, flesh of terrestrial animals such as goats, stags, sows, and dogs are something considered apt-test to disorder the bowels. I bet. I bet you eating a dog would make you have a bad greasy poop. Yes, especially uh, based upon their nutrition and what they fed them back then. Yeah, I bet they had a warmy dudes. Wouldn't be surprised. Fowls, cocks, turtles, and a boostard are similar animals considered to be strong. Mm -hmm. Plants such as mint and garlic and onions were considered acrid, so they didn't agree with weak people. And only the weak ones had the disease void. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, turtles carry a lot of diseases, so they're actually very dangerous to eat unless you properly prepare them. Like HIV? No, 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 just diseases that will make you sick in the stomach and have bugs and, and different parasites and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you tell me I should have cooked that turtle before I ate it? Yeah, you gotta stab it in the head, and then you can actually cook it in its own casing on an actual fire. Oh, I just scooped it out of its shell. Its shell can have many diseases, too. Oh, God damn it! Because it's exposed, it's completely exposed, so it's a breeding ground for all of its nasty stuff. I wish you were here for breakfast. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Turtle eggs are terrible, too. Oh, God, I had five of them. Jesus Christ, no wonder you were in the bathroom when you I came over. Oh, that's normal. I yeah. don't want to see your turds. Oh, God, I better return your birthday gift, then. Oh, God, shove them back up there, no. What? You want me to stick my turd back on my butt? Well, if you gotta return them. No, I was gonna return them to the sea. Oh, okay. Yeah, even though we live nowhere near the sea. Landlocked, you say. Landlocked. 
people were also told not to wear black. Remember that? Oh, because uh, their correlation sensation said it resembled death. I knew you were going to say that before you even said that. Yeah? Just because of superstition. Yeah. Did you know sleeping with gods was forbidden too? Yes, but that's because they were trying to avoid the goat fucker in the family. Yeah, they say goat skins and wearing goat skin were not good. Well, now I'm going to have to return your gift, Gork. No, I can keep it. I don't believe in that. Okay, okay. I got you a goat skin bikini. Oh, my favorite. Yes, it's all nice and hairy. Oh, yeah. That's what I like. Mmm. Gods were blamed for the death from this disease because they're said to not have administered anything which took care of such a disease. Oh. Not to mention the fact that it was common to believe this disease was initiated by the gods. The human who composed this this document also pointed out that people who lived in the interior portion of Libya would have all had this disease of epilepsy of epilepsy mm-hmm. because they all wore goat skins and slept with goat skins too. Then this writer went on to mention that the only herds that they had in Libya were of goat and oxen. So I don't know why he assumed all their skins were of goat. Perhaps the herdmen only had oxen, and they only used oxen skin. And perhaps they had, you know, imported skin from other animals. Yes. Or perhaps they wove different fabrics with different plant materials. Yes. So why he assume, I don't know. I guess he's letting his own preconcept notions make his final judgment. Despite my reservations regarding generalizations smeared into the cracks of the descriptions, Hippocrates had been said to do. He went into more details regarding the ridiculousness of the mythological causation for any diseases known to mankind, mentioning the mere act of using concoctions, taking out or adding certain foods, dismissive to the act of the gods themselves. If the gods had willed such a disease, nothing a mere mortal would have been able to do to have an effect on the disease especially if the will of one or more gods was to create this disease. <coughs> Hence the name sacred. <clears throat> yes. A whole rant on religious state of the Greek mythology was in this document, devising many contravances for all sorts of things in life, including the treatment of all diseases, and this one specifically was disrespectful to the gods, and all those specific purifiers and charlatans, if you will, or nothing more than that. Also, just made it worse. Well, not worse, but just worse by not doing anything. No, it basically said they are being disrespectful to the gods, which they were said to be the ones worshipping the gods. Oh. Like, oogity-boogity-boo. Exactly. You want to go into some descriptions? Sure. So, if one was to grind their teeth like a goat, or if the right side specifically convulsed, the mother of the gods was to be blamed. Oof. Yeah. That's weird. So their actual mother or the mother of the gods? The mother of the gods. Okay. Speaking in a more intense tone with more sharpness resembled a horse. Oh, wow. 
Guess who was to blame there? Who was that? Poseidon. What? By a horse. I don't know. I, I think that might have been his symbol. I would have thought flopping around on the ground like a fish would have been Poseidon's area. Don't maybe the translation was wrong. I don't know. Oh yes, I yes, there were horses of the sea, I remember. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. <clears throat> Didn't you ever play God of War Three? Nope. There's a scene where you fight Poseidon and he has a bunch of horse heads around him. Interesting. Yes, I think it's more just his representation was that. Oh. If any excrement was exposed from their posterior blowhole, then the appellation of Enodia was blamed. If the feces was passed in small, dense masses like that of birds, the disease came from Apollo Nomius. Ooh. That's a weird one. It's like, how do you get that idea in the first place? I didn't study mythology. Oh. Not my area of expertise. Okay. Well, guess what? What? If foaming at the mouth had occurred, along with kicking of the feet, then Ares was the one to blame. The god of war. Yeah. Yeah, night terrors, along with fevers and delirium and jumping out of one's bed with frightening apparitions. Hikate was the one to blame. I wonder how you say that one. Which one is it? Hikate. Hikate. H-E-C-A-T-E. Let me look that up. Okay. He. Hecate was the goddess of Greek mythology, considered to be the goddess of magic and witchcraft. Oh. She was depicted of holding two torches and a key with all her fucking hands. Okay. Yeah, she was the daughter of the titans, Persis and Astria. And she was honored in the household as a protective <sighs> goddess who brought prosperity. <clears throat> Ooh. Yes. She's pretty wicked. Hecate in Shakespeare. Hecate. Hecate. Okay, dokie. Hecate in oh, Shakespeare. Shut up. Hecate. Daniel. They like a whole minute of that. Over and over again. Hecate. Mm. With all these symptoms happening, and having gods demand purifications and incantations like some sort of game made all these ge goddamn gods so wicked. Goddamn gods. Go back to your impious religious nonsense, buttholes. Yep, mumbo jumbo. What do you think? I would have bitch smacked Apollo in his anus if he make me poop out little turds. Well, no, it was after Caesar. Yeah, after I regain my consciousness, I say, where's Apollo? I'm going to kill him. He did that to me. I would have pissed on his statue. He might like that. I would have actually, you know what? Maybe he made me poop out those poops to be a gift. So I would have brought him to his... To his altar or, or statue? Yeah, I would have brought him to his statue and I would have smeared it all over his mug little face. I knew you were going to say that. You know me too well, Void. You had dumb poop jokes. There's no joke here. That's serious talk. Some really deep shit, huh? 
You're goddamn right, Void. Okay. It's conveyed that those who have murdered other humans and committed multiple heinous acts against other people, all they needed to do were to pray to the gods and be forgiven. Why, the act of prayer didn't do a damn fucking thing to those who suffered from epilepsy. According to Hippocrates, the most logical thing to do if the gods were responsible is to pray to was to pray at the temple of what god which was to blame for the illness, depending upon your symptoms. All they did was take different purifications to places like the sea, the mountains, and bury them in the earth, rather than taking them to the specific temple of the god to appease those damn bastards. The origin of this disease is claimed to be hereditary by the author, mm -hmm. like all other illnesses. Something must have been passed down to the offspring from those who carry that trait. Wow. Transferring healthy and unhealthy parts from the parents to the children. Wow, Hippocrates was a long, he's a damn brain, I tell you what. Mm -hmm. He used his noggin. The brain is also specified by Hippocrates as well for being the body part most associated with this disease. He claimed many other great diseases are caused by something wrong in the brain as well. Describing how the brain of a man is double that of all other animals, with a thin membrane dividing it through the middle. How did he know that if he didn't dissect the people, huh? I don't know. Yeah, he also pointed out that the pain of the illness isn't always in the same part of the head as well. Oh, wow, so different neurons are firing. Yep. Noting that sometimes the whole noggin is affected during greater bouts of epilepsy. Oh, we had a former co-worker that was epileptic, and she knew when she could feel when it was coming on, so she would just have to sit down for a second and then make her med check and then get back to work. Ugh, you damn, that would suck. I know. Veins were described as running towards the brain from all parts of the body. Oh, wow. All but two of the main veins were said to be small with the other stick. One was said to be from the liver, while the other was said to be from the spleen. The one vein from the liver was named the vena cava, mm -hmm. running downward, through the sides, near the kidneys, in the psoas muscle, where it then transferred to the inner portion of the legs, all the way down to the feet. Oh, wow. Yet another vein that was described from the heart to the right arm and up to the clavicle. It's actually underneath the clavicle. Oh. In the right side of the neck. This one is easily seen to Hippocrates, making it superficial around the neck, but it becomes concealed around the ear. At this point, it divides, becoming most thickest and hollowest when it makes its way to the brain. Oh, wow. Yeah. It needs to be a thick tree trunk so it can get the blood flow it needs and keep consistent. Yeah. Because the blood needs, or the brain needs a constant flow. Because if you lost a two oxygen for two minutes, you go brain dead. Unless maybe induced coma. But it sort of depends. I could hold my breath for several minutes. No, no, I mean, but the thing is, you still technically have air. Because your brain is still taking in limited air from <coughs> the air supply. Let me fact check it. It says about six minutes the brain can survive without any air. Oh. After the heart stops. Wow. 
Yeah. Hippocrates postulated that when we breathe, these veins carried air to all parts of the body based off seeing all the connections from the heart to the lungs and other visceral organs in the brain specifically. But do you think he knew about the oxygenated blood or was that just, the, knew, he just knew that the body needed blood? He, you mean air? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he specified air. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I think he knew that. Oh, Actually, wow. he did. He even pointed out that when circulation is cut out, the lack of air leads to numbness, making the will cease to whatever area is kept from the flow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> he also thought the following quote that I have here. For when the breath does not find entrance to him, he foams and sputters like a dying person. Oh. And the bowels are evacuated in consequence of the violent suffocation. And the suffocation is produced when the liver and stomach ascend to the diaphragm. Oh. And the mouth of the stomach is shut up. Oh. This takes place when the breath does not enter by the mouth, as it won't. The patient kicks with his feet when the air is shut up in the lungs and cannot find an outlet, owing to the phlegm. And rushing by the blood upward and downward, it occasions convulsions and pain. Oh. And therefore he kicks his feet. All these symptoms he endures when the cold flame passes into the warm blood, for it congeals and stops the blood. Hippocrates. Oh, here's the crazy thing. Basically, when you stand up too hard and you get the head rush, that is the minimal effect of what epilepsy is, but epilepsy is the extreme of that. Right? No. What? No. Epilepsy is actually overstimulation of your brain's neurons. Oh. And what you described is dysautonomia. Ah. Yeah, where your autonomic nervous system wouldn't allow your body to contract fast enough to get the blood up there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the correction. You're welcome. Later studies will show that these actions are a result of too much activation to neurons, right? Well, I just said that. <laughs> Hippocrates described the patient's blood congealing as their blood becomes cold due to the magical phlegm coming in contact with the blood by suffocation. Oh. It is true that liquids thicken when they get cold due to density, and the blood clotting is commonly exacerbated when blood becomes cold. But the person's blood doesn't become cold enough for this to occur when they are alive. Suffocation oh. is merely the lack of oxygen, oh, okay. even when the almighty phlegm is what makes its way to a person's lungs, it can, does not congeal the blood. Oh, okay. Hippocrates believed that phlegm was absorbed by the lungs and made its way into the bloodstream in place of oxygen. Oh. And the ratio is what ultimately proved fatal or survivable depending upon the ratio. Wow. Neither actions do occur though. And an additional paragraph was given to this erroneous concept in cases regarding children. He did note that children happen to die more frequently than the older ones, weeding oh. out the weaker ones. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> then, the next paragraph went into communicating that uh, older individuals have nice, loose, wrinkly veins, boy. Oh. Yeah, they carried ample amounts of warm blood. 
holding back the killing power of the almighty phlegm. What's that word for thickness? Girth. Viscosity. Yeah, blood viscosity that would kill people from epilepsy. That's what he said. Okay, that's not, that's what he said. <clears throat> that's, yes, that's what he said, not she. Oh, yes. Yeah. The major difference occurs when someone is of a much older age. When they have an epileptic attack, paraplegia and fatality were said to be common when an elderly person became seizurey. Oh, because of they started becoming weaker again. Yeah. <clears throat> the explanation given is that the veins have become empty and scantily thin. And they have the watery blood. Mm-hmm. Winter was considered especially dangerous for the elderly when it comes to seizures. If the looming phlegm crept into both sides of the circulatory system, then fatality occurred. But when the spooky phlegm seeps into only one side of your old wrinkly circulatory system, only paraplegia resulted from this situation. One thing Hippocrates got right was when the brain becomes overstimulated, the brain rigorously contracts, initiating the phlegm of hell into the blood. With those who have this disease, mm -hmm. except the contraction because the brain is into bagpipes or something like that, mm -hmm. it's an electrical chemical situation. Yes. It appears that Hippocrates accused the brain of excreting the phlegm itself. How dare he? I state this because of this quote he said. The defluxion and melting down takes place, most especially in the case of children, in whom the head is heated either by the sun or by fire, or if the brain suddenly contract a rigor, and then the phlegm is excreted. What the fuck? <clears throat> well, seems so random. Random? Don't know about that. I just wonder why he thought the brain was like a bagpipe. Or like one of those fireplace blower thingies. Uh -huh. Could you imagine thinking that? I think it's called the flume. Well, yeah, flume. Yeah, but could you imagine? What made me talk is that my brain is just pushing. Uh -huh. Every time I go, my brain goes, wah. Perhaps this is just poor observation of cerebral spinal fluid. You know, that's what I was thinking. Oh, maybe he thought that was the phlegm. Maybe. Hey, I never read that on any of my sources, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Isn't if there a disease that uh, you can get from bad uh, spinal fluid of getting septic or something, and that's the thing that can make you sick? I don't know. You want to look that up? Maybe. That sounds interesting. Oh, yes. Notation on the shift of the wind coming in from the north is described as having an impact on the situation. Screaming and shivering are also things children should look out for in order to avoid a bout of this disease as well. At this point in the document, I want to point out the term pneuma was used for breath. Pneuma will become important later on. In contrast to children, the elderly are said to stay away from winter time. This is due to the fact that the heat of the fireplace allowing the flame to melt down after it was cooled down from the winter time in their brain. And then it mixed into the blood like an octopus, ready to strangle the life out of the veins of the old wrinkly bastards. Heat overall is a type of stimulation that's said to be avoided 
when you're usually caught. Exposing one's noggin to the sun is a no-no unless it is summertime because it's not that big of a southern change. <clears throat> Dimension of age is initiated once again. Hippocrates conveys that once a person reaches the age of 20, the disease generally doesn't affect them. This is the case unless habitual attacks have occurred numerous times from the murderous raging phlegm in childhood. The habitual attacks of the seizures is said to create an unnatural humid climate in the brain. Being unindated with the phlegm, once this muggy habitat for the brain occurs, Hippocrates says it will never, ever, ever dry up. Your brain will always be wet. <clears throat> Even though it always is. Uh-huh. You find out? The only thing I could find is septic is different, but then you can also get a spinal fluid infection. Oh, not good. Yeah. <clears throat> Goats are said to have been the most common animals to have this happen. Apparently, it's said when you cut open a goat's head, you are fine, a humid brain, full of sweat, and it's smelling bad. This was not from God. Gods were not found inside of the goat's head, no. And therefore, the only logical thing that could have caused this disease was having a stinky, sweaty brain. Curing this disease is claimed to have been impossible, like I said. Oh, so don't have too many seizures, otherwise you'll have mildew brain. Exactly. <clears throat> Toward the end of this section regarding the psychology of some patients is to run away from family members and others due to being ashamed of being seen that way rather than being fearful of the great googly gods documentation that, that patients tend to feel these attacks of epilepsy before they come on. Mm -hmm. They can tell when they're going to have an epileptic moment. I said that about my coworker too, because you'll feel it. Yeah. Yeah, that's because your brain is getting all crazy cool. Mm -hmm. I think it's going into panic mode. Your body knows what's happening, so it's like, oh shit, I need to prepare. Mm, yeah, something like that. The biggest difference between the elderly and the children when it comes to patients' actions regarding disease is the shame, because children seem to cling to others for support, mm -hmm. not being ashamed of being weak. A conclusion is brought up in regards to the environment correlating their sensations. Mm -hmm. Yep. Changes between the battle of the North and the South, the Confederacy and the Yankees, of the wind is the primary distinction for the cold, drying, and condensing north wind separates water from objects, while the southern wind does the opposite. This explains why the concept of wind changes is associated with the atmosphere of the brain. South winds are said to relax the veins because of the warmth, which is true as part of the autonomic nervous system's function. Whenever you're cold, your veins shunt blood away from the skin and take it to your visceral organs to keep them warm. And then when you're warm, your blood vessels open up. Mm -hmm. And it helps transport water to be excreted from your skin. Man, these humans are filthy animals. Yes. I have another quote. Yes. Men ought to know that from nothing else 
But the brain comes joy, delights, laughter, and sports in sorrows, griefs, despondency, and lamentations. Mm. And by this, and in a special manner, we acquire wisdom and knowledge, and see and hear, and know what are fond, and what are fair, and what are bad, and what are good, what are sweet, and what unsavory. Some we discriminate by habit, and so we perceive by their ability. By this we distinguish objects of relish and disrelish, hot dogs and hamburgers, mm -hmm. according to the seasons. And the same things do not always please us, and by the same organ we become mad and delirious, and fears and terrors assail us, some by night and some by day, in dreams and untimely wanderings, and cares that are not suitable in ignorance of present circumstances, destitute in unskillfulness. All these things we endure from the brain, when it is not healthy, but is more hot, more cold, more moist, or more dry than natural, when it suffers any unnatural and unusual affection, and we become mad from it, its humidity. For when it is more moist than natural, it is necessarily put into motion, and the affection being moved. Neither the sight nor hearing can be at rest, and the tongue speaks accordance with the sight and hearing. Hippocrates. Wow, what a quote. Except for the hot dogs and hamburgers. Oh, you add that your own little uh, spin on things? Yeah, you, you didn't know? I'm like, this is very strange. Why is he talking about hot dogs and hamburgers? Yeah. Depraving the brain from the rest takes away reason. Gives rise to the two humors called bile and phlegm. Oh. Phlegm overabundance is said to bring quietness, not allowing one to cry. While bile is said to bring about madness and inappropriate actions. Oh. Like jerking off in the middle of a wedding. You know what? I think he's uh, he got onto something, but was kind of wrong, because depending on where the brain injury is and the effect, it will affect the act of speaking, or the other, it will make it uncontrollable. Yeah, except he used the humors. Yes, heating is also associated with bile, bringing about derangement. Hippocrates went into astrological associating between different types of people born under different signs. I have not read on astrology or any studies regarding its relevancy, although I have heard many mark this concept. Either way, we know that it isn't humors which brings these alterations to people's well-being. Wow. Disputing the concept that the heart is what gives people emotions, Hippocrates went into comparing the heart to the diaphragm. The heart, much like the diaphragm, only contracts and is described as being incapable of sensations of any kind. He also claimed that if pain and emotions were a part of the heart's function, the heart wouldn't be able to perform its function of passing blood all the way to all the important organs of the body. Oh, because the stress of the uh, emotional and pain centers would affect it from doing its job. Well, it does affect it, but if the heart was, if the heart was in control of emotions, mm -hmm. then the heart would have to focus on emotions. It wouldn't be able to pump, to pump the blood. Yes, I like the word plump, too. Yeah, plump blood. Mm. Yeah. 
And he also noted that the air is absorbed by the brain and is the first place after the lungs where the blood goes. Mm -hmm. Wow. In conclusion, Hippocrates performed coitus at least two times in his life, unless his children were from someone else. Okay. This we may never know. It is the most important thing that we have learned. Also, he was taught by his father and his father's friends. And he started an impactful institution on the island of Kos. Sixty documents that survived from a library on Kos. And Hippocrates' school impacted the history of medicine. He also created a dogma while disputing another one. Wow. He also knew that the brain was very important and that one's own actions in the environment can affect things like the brain. Oh, yes. Until next time, bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>